Hey guys, welcome back to the show and thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Lauren and this is Liam. Hello. And we have a somewhat contentious episode for you today, which I guess makes sense because we are living in kind of contentious times. Frankly, it's the usual. Yeah, I mean, same old, same old, right? Uh, Emma Watson, she got canceled for apparently not doing social media activism the right way. Apparently, there are do's and don'ts. Uh, she made a whoopsie. And then we we take a look at some of the cringiest examples of protests going on right now. Just spoiler, some of them are pretty bad. It is going to be hard to watch. So this past Tuesday, there was a social media campaign called Blackout Tuesday, which pretty much consisted of people posting just plain black tiles or squares onto their Instagram feeds and nothing else in an effort to silence themselves and I think lift up melanated voices mm -hmm. is how people were people were trying to sell it and I don't know what your feed looked like but for me I saw people who never ever post posting to post that they were not going to post so that black people could post yeah they were quite literally taking up space on the feed that they wouldn't have been taking up yeah in order to show that they are virtue signaling by not taking up space by not taking, yes it, it was it was very meta very it, meta play it definitely was and i mean what was kind of funny about it was that you even had brands doing it i mean i i follow makeup brands uh like baking brands tv shows every single account was doing it and i don't know how much of a I don't know, anti-establishment movement this can be when even like, I don't know, Wilton Cake Manufacturing Goods is posting this to wild acclaim. But anyway, there you go. Uh, Emma Watson made a mistake with this campaign, though. We're going to be talking about it before we do. I want to tell you folks about NetSuite. So smart companies run on NetSuite by Oracle, the world's number one cloud business system. With NetSuite, you'll have visibility and control over your financials, HR, inventory, e-commerce, and more. Everything you need all in one place. You'll have the agility to compete with anyone, work from anywhere, and run your whole company right from your phone. Join over 20,000 companies who trust NetSuite to make it happen. Receive your free guide, seven actions businesses need to take now, and schedule your free product tour at netsuite.com slash. Lauren. Get your free guide and schedule your free product tour right now again at netsuite.com slash Lauren. Again, that's netsuite.com slash Lauren. When you're running a small business, you don't always have an individual person for every single need your company has. So with NetSuite by Oracle, you just ensure that everything is right where you need it and you're not overlooking any numbers, which of course can ultimately hurt your bottom line, which would be a bad thing in tough times like this. All right. So um, with this whole Instagram blackout thing, Emma Watson did partake in it. She posted the black tiles, but we, we have an image of what she posted here. Apparently she didn't post the proper black tiles or she didn't mm. post them right. Her She posted three first off instead of one. So that's, I mean, I would have assumed that's three times as anti-racist, right? Maybe she assumed that too. Right. I mean, you know? if one is good, three is better. So she did that. And also she, her Instagram profile I didn't follow it, but apparently she always posts image with like a little white border. It's part of her aesthetic. So she did the same thing for these black tiles. Each black tile had her little white border to go with the mm. rest of her Instagram aesthetic. People did not like that. This is the kind of thing like if I would have seen it, I would have just thought, okay, another black tile. Because people, people weren't just posting black tiles. I saw people with like a black tile and then maybe a gray quote about yes. love and of unity, course. right? Yeah. And, but if, but this is the kind of movement that is going to read into that kind of thing. And yeah. you, you you have to know that, especially if you're 
part of the movement that and you're normally someone that is critiquing exactly that kind of thing like yeah. emma watson does she does she does then, indeed then this should come as no surprise that it angered a whole bunch of her fans mm -hmm. it, it really did she was trending on twitter for this for posting black tiles wrongly in opposition to racism we have some of the criticisms here this person said emma watson not saying anything for the whole week and then posting a black blank pink in instagram that won't help in anything is just the peak of white feminism i mean i don't necessarily disagree with that sentiment right it's not going to help anything, but that's what everybody was doing. It's true. Right. That's what everyone was doing. So I kind of feel bad for Emma Watson in this regard being singled out. Like, yes, it's stupid. No, it doesn't help, but it doesn't help for anyone. Like, why single her out? But I feel like it's a case of when someone does try to make the effort, usually there's like the bigger, I don't know, expectation upon them to do more. So when they fall short of that, it's like they get attacked extra. Whereas, I mean, right. tons of people who... I had forgotten I was even following them who had never spoken about Black Lives Matter. I didn't even know like, oh, apparently you're kind of liberal. They were posting this. I'm not going to get mad about like, this is the first time you're doing anti-racism activism. I mean, it's so true. I had so, I like basically on my Instagram, I follow like UFC fighters, yeah, like fitness, you know, working out kind of dudes and maybe a few political people. But really it's not like, you know, I don't go on Instagram for politics. Same. And yeah, my Instagram feed was full of black squares and it's, you know, it, it was a little bit mind boggling to me. I was like, what? It, it did feel like just mass virtue signaling. Yes. But I do think that Emma Watson, in, in her case, she does bring it upon herself to some degree because she has positioned herself to be a kind of leader within uh, this new wave Social of feminism. Social justice yeah, exactly. as well. Yeah. And of so course when you're a leader, they're going to expect for you to be taking part in literally every part of this it's intersectional mm -hmm. so she had to be she should have been posting and and giving voices to charities they were saying for the whole previous week but that was the first thing she'd posted in a matter of days yeah um so they were pretty disappointed in that and i get it because that's the position that she put herself in and it's from these people's mindsets though i mean you really have to literally every single mainstream institution is on board with you right yeah do you really need emma watson also to be speaking out about it like i don't understand how these people they really do paint themselves as like fighting the system i love that it doesn't make sense I, I the system is so totally in line with yes, you yes absolutely it, it's ridiculous like the corporatism is sickening yeah right like we've seen so many instances of corporations you know, promoting Black Lives Matter, everything mm -hmm. like that in the States. And then when you turn around and look overseas to Asia, particularly China. They just turn they, a blind eye. Yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, it's, what's going on? Like Hong Kong protests? Like, uh, they don't what? speak for Systemic us. Systemic like, racism against like Uyghurs? Like I can't, what? I don't even know what's happening. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they don't really care. The companies, right? Another person says Emma Watson be like square, 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 ended racism check. Again, not wrong. Unfair to place this just on Emma Watson, though. This person, Raffia, says the fact that Emma Watson didn't say a single word about BLM till now, and today she's posting three black squares with white borders to maintain her aesthetic. People were really mad about the whole aesthetic thing. I don't see the problem, but uh, and she calls well, well, herself on, an activist. Well, come on, going to be something like... Uh, you can only be black insofar as the white border can contain but it's like, like you know <laughs> shouldn't like this is like activism and art i don't know i don't know i feel like you could go either way i'm sure art can have w whiteness issues as well yeah no it definitely does if, if you put people. yourself into the twisted mindset of course this yeah. whole whatever no, but i'm it's saying like the white like the white border around the black tile encapsulate the encapsulates the the oppressive of whiteness around black communities uh, that, that that could be one interpretation I would have said it. that if yeah. I were her. I am a smart person, though, and I just didn't partake. Um, I mean, I don't want to be mean. I'm sure a lot of people doing it just wanted to, like, oh, this is how I help, sure. But it's like, 
Are you helping though? Not really. Well, um, it reminds me of, you might have seen a lot of footage in the riots of, particularly I've seen two, two instances of, of girls going up to like looted shops. Um, and like taking, having their boyfriends take oh, pictures yeah. of them in front of it, or like they're, for Instagram, they do, clout. they drill, they pretend they hold up a drill, then they give it back to the guy that had yeah. it. Yeah, they give it for Instagram. This is all for clout. It's the virtue signaling. Yeah, um, so disgusting. Only in the modern era did yeah. that stuff exist, sadly. And it didn't take long before Emma Watson kind of, I don't want to say backpedaled, but you know, issued her apology. I want to do better. Uh, you know, self-flagellation because I'm white. Uh, we have this article from the Independent. Four hours after her initial black box post, Watson shared a post and artwork by scholar Dr. Fahamu Peku writing that she had held off posting until hashtag Blackout Tuesday ended in the UK. So it only it, it only took four hours for people to just freak out at her. In another post, Watson appeared to respond to criticism of her black box. There is so much racism, she said, both in our past and present that is not acknowledged nor accounted for. White supremacy is one of the systems of hierarchy and dominance of exploitation and oppression that is tightly stitched into society. Just like all the buzzwords. It's like... What, you, what is it? Mad libs. It's like social justice <laughs> mad libs. She continued, as a white person, I have ben benefited from this. While we might feel that as individuals, we're working hard internally to be anti-racist. We need to work harder externally to actively tackle the structural and institutional racism around us. No actual solutions in any of these posts, by the way. I'm still learning about the many ways I unconsciously support and uphold a system that is structurally racist. Watson also pledged to share links and resources she had found useful for my own researching, learning, and listening in the coming days, adding, I see your anger, sadness, and pain. I cannot know what this feels like for you, but it doesn't mean I won't try to. I hate that about this movement. Yes. Like, just the effort to always, like, bring yourself down and say, like, oh, I can't know. Like, I'm gonna shut up. Like, if well, you're asking an entire race of people to shut up, that's racist. No, absolutely. Don't do that. And I'll also say that uh, I think it was James Lindsay I saw on, on Twitter uh, talk about that specifically because there's a there's a like a like a image being shared now of a, of a white woman and a black woman they're like holding pinkies and then it, the Are sign they says promising to not racism I, I guess so something like that but it was saying something like I'll never I'll never be able to understand but I stand with you something of that line uh, but the whole thing is if you can't understand like if you can't communicate to the other person in the movement what you're feeling it's like you, you're just the person that's saying I'm never going to understand is just completely letting go not yeah. making any effort to actually understand anymore right and they're giving they're giving the entire power away to people that don't necessarily have a coherent ideology no they don't and actually that whole thing like i can't understand what you're going through that's almost a paradox because yeah a, a white person can't understand what a black person is going through but the whole premise of this movement is that white people have it better than black people but how can black people assume what white people go through if we've said that you can't understand each other's experiences that's a good point. Right. And I actually like mm -hmm. uh, Jordan Peterson, I think, is the one that said when you follow this kind of um, identitarianism to its like fullest extent, assuming that every different person has different experiences and you can't actually assume what they've gone through, you actually in a weird way end up with individualism in which you can't assume what anyone else's experiences have gone through because you don't know that person, mm -hmm. which I think is interesting. But they like to keep it at the artificial racial superiority level. Uh, they're not really the most deep thinkers. And again, like you were saying, this is actually ironic. We have this from Rolling Stone magazine. They report Instagram was flooded with black squares under the Black Lives Matter hashtag on Tuesday, drowning out vital information about protests. Very funny. Um, okay, so next up, we're going to be looking at just the worst examples of worst or best, depending on if you're in it for the lulls or actual uh, 
better societal changes. But before we get to it, uh, I want to tell you folks about the classic learning test. There is no question that the College Board, which owns the SAT, is a far left organization. And actually, just last year, the College Board had students reading Bernie Sanders op-eds on the test. Would that ever happen with something Trump wrote? I don't think so. Good news, though, is that there is a new company taking on the SAT and ACT. The Classic Learning Test, or CLT, has been around for just over four years and has already been adopted by more than 200 colleges. And nearly every college, every college out there also now accepts CLT scores, at least as supplemental components of an application. So the CLT is shorter than the SAT and ACT, and students can take it from the comfort of their own home through remote proctoring technology. The final CLT of the year is on June 20th, which is rapidly approaching. And with the SAT and ACT, of course, canceled because of the pandemic, the demand for the CLT has never been higher. Uh, seats for the June 20th test are limited. If you know a high schooler or if you're one yourself, don't miss out. Save your seat and register today. To register for the June 20th official college entrance exam, visit cltexam.com. Again, that's cltexam.com. Really cool company. Uh, we always talk about these leftist organizations. Why not make the choose choice to not support one Absolutely. if you have the chance right um okay so there's a whole bunch of virtue signaling out out there and i've just seen on social media some of the most ridiculous examples of what apparently counts as activism in this day and age and it really just demonstrates how i don't know chaotic our society is like what has political discourse become now like remember the federalist papers how like that was a, a way that people we're like trying to suss out government and so like, no, we're past that now. We're Twitter flame wars. Ben and Jerry's, they recently put out a post saying the murder of George Floyd was the result of inhumane police brutality that is perpetuated by a culture of white supremacy with the image saying we must dismantle white supremacy. Why is my ice cream company made by Vermont hippies talking about white supremacy? Like never mind whether their opinion is right or wrong. Make make the ice cream, right? Just that's stay all in I your want lane. From you. Yeah, stay in your lane. I mean, that's what I want. Of course, they could say whatever they want. Uh, it is it is their choice. It's just it's it's definitely tiresome. No, but even the idea that everything needs to be political is a Marxist, yeah, far no, left. I, of course, I agree with that. Yeah. I don't think that an ice cream company needs to be political. Don't get me wrong. Of course, I I don't think that there's a like they have a right. As well. Yeah, of they course. have a right they to do right, it. Yeah, uh, it, it's just it's super cringy because. Again, they are an ice cream company. It's like, I mean, it seems like a generally white person activity. Oh, it's totally part, a so. white person activity. And they are so expensive. Like, ben yes. and Jerry's is so overpriced. Like it is like hipsters and like, yeah, upper middle class white people who buy their stuff. They also released this statement along with their like whole end white supremacy and also buy cookie dough uh, campaign. They said the murder of George Floyd was the result of inhumane police brutality that is perpetuated by a culture of white supremacy. What happened to George Floyd was not the result of a bad apple. It was the predictable consequence of a racist and prejudiced system and culture that has treated black bodies. They do that a lot. They yeah. say female bodies, black bodies. Isn't that dehumanizing? Uh, yeah, I think so. But I think that I think that Marxism is a little bit dehumanizing as a general 
true. Just ideology. What happened to George Floyd in Minneapolis is the fruit born of toxic seeds planted on the shores of our country in Jamestown in 1619 when the first enslaved men and women arrived on this continent. Floyd is the latest in a long list of names that stretches back to that time and that shore. Some of those names we know, Ahmet Arbery, uh, Breonna Taylor, Oscar Grant, and more and more and more. So they're pretty much saying like America has always been racist. This is like part of our legacy, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. First of all, I, I do believe, contrary to what they said, that that was actually an instance of a bad apple. I don't think that that was yeah. white supremacy. I do think that most cops are good cops. And that's one of the things I haven't seen too much of. Uh, I mean, it, it started to see more and more of it. But a few days ago, I was thinking, you know, most of the cops that are out there right now are putting themselves in, in a, you know, a situation of risk, a very, oh, very, sure. very real risk in these times. I've seen cops uh, get hit by cars in these riots. I've seen some terrible things happen to People them. People have died in these riots. Yep. Like, this is life or death. And so most of them, I think, are are good people that are trying to uphold the law, and yeah. uh, I'm very thankful for them. Now, of course, there are there are, and they do exist, and we all are afraid of them. And we're always afraid. Basically, every time I get pulled over by a cop, I'm like, is this is, is this a good one, one or a one? bad yeah. one? Yeah, they exist because the power hungry people do seek out those kinds of positions. positions yeah, um, but I think that they are the minority there, and I I hope that good cops uh, try to encourage an environment so that those people have less and less opportunity to do those kinds of things. Right. But I think that that's generally how it is. And actually it was interesting um, because I believe that one of the ways we can go toward ensuring that uh, police corruption is, I guess, taken more seriously and prosecuted mm -hmm. the correct amount instead of being swept under the rug is to deal with the police unions, right? I think public sector unions across the board can be problematic. BuzzFeed, which is not known for calling out unions, actually did call out police unions, which I was shocked by. But the only the reason they used to justify it was actually they're really right wing. Mm. So that's why they're bad. But hey, I mean, if, if that's what it takes for BuzzFeed to call out public sector unions. Yeah, the I'll classic right wing union. <laughs> yes, mm -hmm. for sure. Very problematic. <laughs> Uh, next up, cringy protests. We have this vegan who essentially she did the whole PETA thing like they try to do for the Super Bowl where it's you compare black people to animals, mm. um, which upset everybody pretty much. We have a video of it. Black lives matter and animal lives matter. Literally all sentient beings on this planet deserve a life free from fear, free from abuse, free from unjust prosecution. No one, whether it's a human being, especially ones with differently colored skin than yours, and animals who are different creatures than you, if it's not their time to die, they don't deserve to die. So stop killing black people and stop killing animals. Veganism, Black Lives Matter movement, it's all the same fight, all of it. And it's important, each one of them is so individually important. I really hope that people can start to connect the two. So you had black people hating on this white people, left-wing people, right-wing people, vegans, uh, BLM actors. Like nobody really was happy with this take. Same with the whole PETA cancel Super Bowl commercial. For sure. Um, don't compare black people to animals. It's, That's never yeah. been a good move. No, not a good move. Never been uh, a good move. Yeah. Also, that was just so vapid. That entire thing was Yeah, like... what's up with the music behind it too? It's like, it sounds like I'm at a Forever 21. What's happening? <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> 
I mean, to me, like the idea that an animal deserves to live its life without stress. First of all, it's I just picture like the things and you know the people in Wally. Yeah. Like moving around on their chairs like they're all yeah, fat. Yeah, I don't no, even live a life without nobody stress. Lives a and life I definitely have my amount of privilege in this world. Like, of course. What? But the reality is, okay, if humans stop eating animals. Animals are still going to be eaten by other animals. Yeah. They're, going to, they're, they're probably operating on a high stress level <laughs> most of their lives. They're always looking around for predators because that's the reality of nature. Yeah. In fact, I bet you some of the animals that have the least amount of stress are the ones that are properly farm raised. <laughs> you know, not the ones that are, I'm not talking about ones of factory farms. Yeah. I'm not talking about that. But I am talking about the ones that are, you know, raised uh, in a humane way. Those animals probably live the best lives out of any animal that's ever existed in the history of the world, possibly yeah. even more than humans. I'll be honest with you. What about those uh, Wagyu cows? They have it pretty yeah, good, right? the ones that get the massages every day. I need that. Listen, yeah. I need that. Minus the fat. <laughs> you know, if they find a way just to massage me and somehow also get magic muscle into me, Which would be good. Me up. Yeah, and I, I just don't like the idea of placing like human suffering on the same level as no. animal suffering. Just not, not a good look in yeah, general. Yeah, actually, like. Back to, to when I was single and I was on dating sites, they had this one site that they actually asked, what what's worse, human suffering, like, sorry, human babies starving or puppies starving? And you'd be surprised at the majority of women that I encountered on that answered puppies. And that's like instantly gone, yeah. right? Gone. You're insane. Yeah. Like, I mean, I love dogs, but that's not the, like, that's not the same. No. That's not the same. Uh, next up, AOC, she was calling out the Redskins, uh, football, yes. yeah, yeah, football team. Um, they tweeted out in support of Black Lives Matter and her, her little sassy clapback was want to really stand for racial justice, change your name. I feel like this is not good for social, like they're talking about black deaths and she's like, change your name who studies show is actually only offensive to white progressives. Hmm. Like, yeah, this, I mean, what you're shifting the conversation away from like police brutality to offensive names. Is that good activism? Yeah, it didn't strike me as very good. I don't find that name offensive at all. And I'm part native. Yeah, you know, he's I, native, by I mean, the way, I, our I, token I, native token token native. I've got yeah. I've got enough heritage in me that I'm considered Middle native. Eastern passing if needs needs be. Yes, yeah. it's true. I could be everything. Yeah. And this one, I know this one is going to upset you i know get the worm jerry meme out oh, no. so we saw last oh, yes. episode uh white people bowing to black people for forgiveness of slavery uh this it kind of looks like a cult ceremony uh people denouncing or renouncing their white privilege let's check it out together about racism anti-blackness or violence I will use my voice in the most uplifting way possible. And do everything in my power to educate my community. That is ironically enough the largest gathering of Caucasians that I have seen in a very long time. That's true. I mean, hopefully they don't get COVID. <laughs> no, that doesn't matter anymore. We're done it's with true. that. Yeah. We found the cure. Yeah. Riots. But um to me, I want to know what percentage of those people identify as atheist. It's probably, I would guess, the majority of them. Oh, yeah. But meanwhile, We're talking clo close to 100% here. Yeah. I, but meanwhile, I'm seeing some things that I'm like, this is this is a religion, buddy. Oh, no, for this sure. Is, it absolutely is. With a goddess, yeah. of course. That's, that's what they, they don't say God anymore. It's a goddess. Yeah. No, this absolutely is. And it's just, it's so, this is just 
reinforcing racial tribalism, right? I mean, you gather with your own race to renounce the attributes you as a race all share in favor yeah. of another race and their collective experience. It's just, it's so divisive. I can't, like, are we just totally done with the idea of treating people based on their character? Like, we've abandoned that. That is now the racist thing you do. They make fun of people who say stuff like that. They say it's colorblindness and that is... Yeah. Not helpful. Yeah. No, honestly, that idea, that ideology has spread massively across the states. You know, like they will say things like you say, all lives matter. You are racist in their, yeah. in their opinion. Um, and I, I think it's taken such a great hold on the country as a whole throughout all the institutions. And just it's, it's now this whole protest has shown to me, at least, just how much it's infiltrated the everyday American. Yes. And and for that matter, these protests have spread worldwide. I've seen them, they've happened in Canada. I've seen in them the in the UK, Amsterdam. In Europe, yeah, yeah, exactly. All over the place now that this ideology has spread throughout the West into the every person. And I'm wondering how our societies can continue to function with such a, with such a, a divisive version of multiculturalism taking hold. I don't think we can, honestly. Like, and if you listen to these people, I don't think they can either. Like, think about it. They don't want civility from people or toward people of a different political belief, right? They don't want to live with people who are right-wing or conservative. Um, they are for, it's not like racial tribalism and they think white people are constantly oppressing black people. Uh, they don't like Christians. That's for dang sure. So it's, uh, what's the point of us living together then? Seriously, in their, in their perspective, why bother? Like, what's the point? If we really are this different and this toxic toward each other, then there should be no point. And keep in mind, that's not what I believe. That's what they believe. Absolutely. I just, I don't understand it. Um, this is super, super disappointing. I cannot believe how many people are buying into this. And that's the craziest part is because if you look at the metrics by on a macro level, right, of look, we've said this many times before, but every metric that you look at, society is getting better. Yeah. Every and we've yeah. said this a million times. It, like everything's getting better. Racism is on the decline. It's mm -hmm. been on the decline every decade. Standard of living is up. Crime yeah. rates are down. It's um, in most places. Yeah. But the social unrest is growing. Yeah. The racial tensions are growing. It's because of a divisive, I think, dangerous ideology. Mm -hmm. So these are some of the worst protests out there. I think there's a lot more out there that I'm sure you folks have seen we have as well. I am so ready for all of this to just be finished because yeah. I don't, yeah, I'm exhausted, frankly. I, I'm losing sleep over this stuff. I yeah. see, I've seen some of those videos of, of the rioters, you know. I'm like blackpilled over this. Well, I was like, all right, I'm ready to go to war. Yeah. You know, like, I just, like not in a real way, but it just like, when you, when you see some of those videos of, of like an elderly woman being beaten up, I'm sure everybody's seen that particular video. Or the, um, the ex-cop who the was ex -cop. shot, like that disgusting. It's really hard to watch these kinds of things. Yeah. Um, especially when they're in the name of nonviolence. It's, uh, it really makes your head hurt. No, for sure. And these, these protesters, they don't have clear goals. Uh, this yeah. is all mind you sparked by an incident that there's no proof was racially motivated racially motivated in the first place so mm -hmm. it's like it's just a catastrophe and i think it's uh the perfect way to kind of mark the summer of 2020 why not it's been a total catastrophe so far uh i think that's pretty much all we have to say though and as always we would love to know what you folks think uh what was the worst thing you saw on social media relating to these protests protests slash riots let us know but that's it for now thank you guys so much for tuning in and we will see you next time